What's up, what's up, what's up? It is Coach Jay Hunt with another Elite Path podcast, schooling you guys on the truth of how to optimize your body and your mind so that you can have long-term sustaining success and results with the health and fitness journeys instead of the short-term fixes that the fitness industry promotes and tries to speak of like as if it's religion and science bat <laughs> where they're giving y'all just a bunch of nonsense to ultimately the ultimately kill your metabolism let you only address the symptoms of what's really holding you back so that you actually complete you 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 stay on the cycle you stay constantly, ah, I got some gains, I got some success. Oh, this worked for this period of time, and then it doesn't work past that period of time. And then you end up retreating right back to where you started and sometimes even regressed more than that. That is how the fitness industry has become such a large, multi-billion dollar industry in the U.S. Wow. Mental health, obesity, and prescription-based lifestyles have continued to rise. They're not actually solving problems. <laughs> They're not actually healing. They're just addressing symptoms so that you can feel better in the moment. And then blame yourself for why things are not working out the way they should be. I'm here to debunk all of that. I'm here to crush and crash. That's what this podcast is all about. Every single episode is to teach you guys the truth behind what's really holding you back. Now, everybody's got different reasons for holding them back. It's not the same for each and every single person, but I cover a lot of different topics that I know are affecting many of you guys from being successful and ultimately accomplishing the goals that you want to accomplish. So without further ado, today, 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 we're going to talk about energy. We're going to talk about energy to be able to ultimately accomplish whatever it is you need to accomplish, whatever that goal may be. If you need energy to just go to the gym, well, there's a source of energy that's going to come from that's going to allow that to happen for you. If you need additional energy to push through and have a really great workout instead of like being fatigued on energy and too tired to work out. Right, you, you need energy to meal prep, to optimize your body. You need energy to optimize your mind. You need energy to take a second and meditate and pray and you know all of those types of things into how you handle stress, right? Like it takes energy to do everything that you need to get done. Unfortunately, and this is what pisses me off. The fitness industry makes it sound like energy can be bought. Like you just magically get it in a pill, right? Like that's not the truth. You don't magically get energy in a pill. Everyone wants to take B vitamins, B vitamin supplements to give them more energy throughout the day. Where the reality is supplementation of any kind only works when you're already doing the principles and the habits 
that work without the supplementation. The supplementation just gives you a boost from something that's already working. It can't boost something that doesn't work. It's not what it does. What it does is it boosts the fitness industry's revenue and profits. It doesn't boost your health. You first have to be in control of that. And to be in control of that, you have to have energy. We don't get energy. We don't buy energy. We create energy. We create energy. We can create enough energy to power an AC just by moving around. The amount of energy we create by movement is insane. Like when you like translate it into, you know, um, the electrical forces of some of the appliances and things that we have, like we're, we're, we're very powerful. We're very powerful beings. But if you're not aware of the science behind creating energy, you're going to consistently look for the shortcuts, right? And it doesn't matter if your shortcut is a natural shortcut or a non-natural shortcut, right? That's providing synthetics and all the other types of things in your body. If you aren't trying to figure out the source of why your energy is low, then your battle with energy is never going to change. It doesn't matter what supplementation you're going to apply. You have to get to the source, right? You have to get to the source. So we're going to talk about the sources that pretty much produce energy or lack thereof will reduce the amount of energy that you can have. So number one on the list is the nutritional value intake of the food you consume. The food you consume will have a direct correlation with the amount of energy you have. The overconsumption of calories and nutrients can directly affect the amount of energy you have available. There are foods that are going to provide... Well, let's first make clear. Calories are just a measure of energy, right? In layman's terms, this is make it super simple. Calories are a measurement of energy. You could almost say, I ate 100 calories today. I ate 100, you know, measurements of energy that are just measured in calories. Like that's what food is. Food in and of itself is energy. The nutritional value of these types of different foods can vary. So if you're low, just in calories, your energy is low. So for those who are trying to lose weight and you're eating really low calories and your energy is low, well, that's that's it. <laughs> your calories are too low. Or for those who just don't eat at all throughout the day, not eating at all will sabotage your energy sabotage you. you you'll be so drained by the time it's to do some additional um you know physical effort or even mental effort 
It's not even, you know, just about working out. You won't have the energy to even think of what it is you're going to meal prep. You won't even have the energy to even think of creating a new routine. Like your energy, you know, from what you consume is very important. Another really, really important source of energy comes from adequate rest. You must get adequate rest so that you can have the ability to be a high performer from sunup to sundown. Many of us are employed. Many of us have dependents, children, family that we're responsible for. And then we're responsible for our own emotional, mental, and physical health and overall well-being. If you're not getting enough rest at night, in most cases, something's going to come up short. And usually what comes up short is us. Our ability to have the energy to practice some acts of self-love and care for ourselves. It is very important to make sure that you have that ability. It's also important to get your rest because this is where your body physically rejuvenates. A lot of us, we wake up in the morning and our cell phones are at 100 and we still at only 50%. <laughs> a lot of us do not wake up with more energy than our cell phones or the equivalent. We don't wake up at 100%. We wake up still tired. It's not a good thing. If you're already waking up tired, that means you're not, you have not fully recharged and healed from the previous day. You're still broken down. And if this is chronic, you're just really making your health and fitness journey of making it a lifestyle that much harder. Sleep to recover and heal the body and the mind is paramount. It is above all. The third thing that we need to focus on for our ability to have great energy throughout the day is your headspace, your mindset. How are you dealing with stress? How, what is your emotional coping tactics? Like, Are you drained throughout the day because you are around individuals that you don't like being around very much? You feel that they don't value you. Uh, you feel that they're unfair towards you. Those things will drain your energy. Those things will drain your energy throughout the day. So when it's time to now practice some acts of self-loving care because you're no longer a slave to someone else's clock and getting their job done. You ain't got it. You don't have it because you stayed in this energy draining mental headspace throughout the day. So even when you want to go to the gym and you want to kick butt, it's difficult because you're still stuck on what you went through in the day. Either the aftermath effect of it and you're just draining, you're tired or you're still mentally there. You're still hearing the dialogue that that sets you back, that hurts you. That's draining your energy when you're working out. Sometimes exercise is great for helping you not think about what it is that's on your mind. But there's other times what it, whatever is on your mind is so much 
that even putting yourself through an intense workout doesn't help. You're, you can't even work out intensely because your mental focus is so drained on the headspace that you've been in throughout the entire day. So emotional coping and dealing with that headspace, practicing, you know, meditation, practicing some breathing techniques, um, praying, right? Just slowing the day down, just creating some space between one activity to the next activity, right? That ability to adjust from wearing one hat to another hat, from being a parent or a spouse to being a coworker, right? From being a coworker to then having to go back to being, you know, uh, someone that's now you're focused on yourself, right? Now you're practicing acts of self-love to now back to being a coworker to then, you know, going into having to wear a hat of a friend, right? Like those consistent, you know, uh, uh, adjustments from one mindset to another. Sometimes you need time and a little space to just like focus on what's just happening. It may not seem like a big deal, but it, it, it could build up and you can be suppressing it and it could be manifesting yourself in another way because you're not taking the time to really practice good, healthy, mental headspace activities. Another way that we either drain our energy or elevate our energy is through movement. Simple movement, simple just moving around. I'm not even going to the stream and saying exercise. I'm just saying moving. Have you ever felt like really tired and like exhausted and like, let me get up and just go for a walk. And then all of a sudden you're rejuvenated. Like I said before, we don't get energy. We create energy. Movement is one of the best ways to create energy. Just get up and move. Just get up and walk. Get up and stretch. Maybe even, you know, some isometric holds, some yoga, whatever. Like just a simple movement of getting your your body activated so that your body is sending now blood flow right throughout your body is going to boost your energy levels. And last but not least, the most important, the absolute most important activity or mindset that you should have so that your energy levels stay high is applying faith. When you don't have faith about the outcome of your situation and your circumstances, your energy and confidence level and self-esteem, all of that is going to be very low. It is going to be very low. No one goes hard for something they don't believe in. That goes for your career, that goes for your relationships, that goes for your health and fitness journey. If you don't believe you're going to get to a certain goal, you're not going to go hard at it. You're just not. Faith is the cornerstone of this. Like if you don't have that, man, all this other stuff is going out the window. You have to have faith. Now, faith doesn't necessarily mean that the exact path that you're on right now is going to be successful, but having faith that whatever it is you're going through, the circumstance is going to be one of two things. Either you're going to get what you want, or this will be a lesson learned as to the new way, the way you need to redirect yourself to get what you want. 
That's just applying that simple faith. You don't know the outcome yet, but you know the outcome is going to be one of two things. And ultimately, both outcomes get you closer to what you want. When you have a faith-based mindset about what it is that you need to accomplish. So let's recap. Nutrition of value. Adequate sleep. (laughs) Headspace, right? Movement and faith. Do not let the fitness industry destroy you reaching to the core of what is really holding you back from not having the energy levels to accomplish your goals through supplementation. Supplementation only works once you're already doing this stuff. So if you're already eating properly and you're already getting in adequate amount to sleep, let's say you're already practicing meditation and you've noticed a change in your responses to certain stressful situations. You're keeping your daily activity up. You got the body moving, right? And you have true practices of faith every single day. And then you add some form of supplementation. Oh, baby, you're going to see a difference. That is when you will see a significant difference. A significant difference. Because you already got the momentum going. Don't let the fitness industry and health and fitness industry fool you and think the supplementation is going to get you going. It works when you're already going. You know, it's like a car, right? Like. You first got to have gas before your turbo can work, right? Like, like you just can't like have no gas in the car and then like, like try to apply like the turbo and then it's like, boom, like it is, it just, we just keep going and going. Like it won't, it won't work. (laughs) Give you a short little boost, but it ain't going to create that momentum because ultimately what sustains that momentum is you having that gas is you having the core things that are draining your energy under control. When you get those things under control and then you apply something additional, that's when you see monumental changes and differences. Right? Don't let supplementation mask the bigger issue that is preventing you from making health and fitness a lifestyle. I'm going to say that again. Don't let supplementation merely just mask the bigger issue that is preventing you from making health and fitness a lifestyle. You do not want to just drop weight for a period of time, but then gain it all back. Sometimes even more once that supplementation and its initial boost runs out. Address those bad habits. Address that poor mindset. You address that first. It will not only garner weight loss and having greater energy, but then you'll have growth in many other aspects of your life so you're more fulfilled and living the best life possible. Do not let the lies and the marketing schemes of the health and fitness industry Rob you of that. Yeah, Coach Jay Hunt. Just want to give y'all some 
some some information, some tips, hopefully some inspiration of what having proper energy in your life can do for you. That's it for Coach J Hunt today. I love you guys. Keep your energy high. If you got any questions, you want to share some stories of your own energy battles, I'd love to hear it. I'd absolutely love to hear it. But until then, until the next podcast, peace and love. Signing out. What's going on? What's going on? It's the Leap Path with Coach Jay Hunt. Um, today we got a special guest, my man Scott St. Patrick. We're going to talk to him today about uh, applying grit when life gets challenging. Um, how are you still going to overcome and prevail and making health and fitness still be a lifestyle for you? So I want to welcome you guys to my man Scott. Going on, brother. Yo, what's up, family? Yeah. You already know how much love I got for you, man. I just appreciate being on your platform and hello to everybody out there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I appreciate bringing you on here. Um, you know, as the same man, I got mad love for you too. That's that's why you you I'm, you're gonna be the first person that I'm gonna do these grit interviews with because you know a lot of people face challenges and their ability to make health and fitness a lifestyle. And, you know, you're one of those individuals that I, that I, you know, I know you went through your challenges and, like, you applied what needs to be applied so that you don't get into a negative headspace and let everything crumble. And I love you for that, man, because that's straight inspiration for me. And I want to put you on this platform so you could be an inspiration for others too, right? Oh, that's love. That's love. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know... You know we all meet challenges, um, but you know, for just as a human, from the human perspective, challenges are what lead you to your greater self. So, we, we, you know, we become more equanimous when we don't push those challenges away. We accept them, and then we just evolve with them. <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. I, I I couldn't agree more, man. And you know, that's a lot what, you know, what the elite path is in and of itself, right? It's constantly progressing, right? But it's progressing in a smart way, right? Because I mean, there's a lot of challenges we face that are necessary, like we needed to go through this. And a lot of times we put ourselves through some unnecessary things as well. Which that's right. <laughs> we probably still yeah. need to go through that to learn not to keep doing the unnecessary challenges also. But um, you know, that's a lot with the leap path is it's about consistently facing challenges and applying grit so that you can overcome it and that you can ultimately next thing you know, you're like, it's no longer, yeah, I need to go to the gym to lose this weight. It's just this is just what I do. You know right. it's just, it's just yeah. my lifestyle. Like, nah, I'm gonna see y'all later. I'm not gonna make that happy hour because I gotta go to the gym. Cause that's when I go to the gym. And then I see y'all later. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And and what you said. And, you know, a lot of what you're saying right now, you know, grit, it's it's something that you know that you need to apply, but it's not something that, that people just bring up in conversation. It's one of those words that always gets lost. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like people will go to the gym and say, well, I got I to gotta work hard or I got to push past 
you know, <clears throat> what it is I think I could do, but they don't have a word to, you know, identify what they're doing. It's great. Right. right. So in, in other words, it's not specific. Yeah. It's pretty specific. They have a vague idea of what it is they have to do, which we all know when you just have like a vague idea of what it is you need to do. Like you don't do it because you, for you to take consistent action, you need clarity. That's you need right. To be very clear as to what am I doing right now? You know, how do I apply yeah. this? Right. So before we get like deep into it, so I just want to, you know, first get into how I knew you, right? Like this is what we're going on almost 20 years now. <laughs> right? <It's> almost, <laughs> yeah. Yo, 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 young, young, um, you know, a young man like myself came on the campus and my man Scott was the big man on campus. <laughs> big Classic. man on campus. And, you know, he was, uh, he was someone I looked up to and was an inspiration ever since then. You know, um, I found laid out, you know, the challenges and things that you had went through. I knew a little something back in the days, but, you know, we had met, I don't know, I think it was like a, a year and a half ago, something like that. I think you had, when you had did your, your show and you was in New York, yeah. I think that was about a year. And, right. So we had linked up, found out more. And I was even thinking, I was like, yo, this man's been applying grit from then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, this isn't like just now, like you've already had the concept of having to dig a little deeper and, you know, be stronger when things are stacked against you, you know? So absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate the, the opportunity to witness the journey, you know, um, of you growing from, you know, the big man on campus back then <laughs> to, 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 the, to the big actor you know, and, and all the other dope things that you're accomplishing now, even with the challenges that you're being faced. So, you know, I just want to let you put that out there. Let everybody know, like, who we dealing with over here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly why I chose you. He's not lying, y'all. He's not lying. <laughs> for real. For real. That's why, that's why you're here, man. Like, I'm, I'm carefully selecting. Like, not everybody necessarily applies grit to what they go through. A lot of times they're in certain situations and they try to numb the pain of what they're experiencing and you don't actually get to grow from it when you numb the pain. So the time passes, but the growth was minimal. And, you know, you just don't let time pass, man. Like you do, you grow, like you make the changes you need to make. You grow through the pain instead of running from it. And, you know, that, that's, that's important. That's really important, man. That's a hundred percent right. You know, and, and, just, you know, you, you're a, a, a great, great trainer. You know, um, anytime you have somebody, you're trying to teach somebody, what does it take to have the body that you ultimately envision up here? You know what I'm saying? The, e the first thing that you need to tell them is it takes grit. You know, grit will bring you back here tomorrow. After you're in pain, you wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, I don't know if I could do this. Grit is what's going to bring you back here. Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> you know so, so real quick. So, one, so how I define grit, like when I'm defining grit, it's pretty much, it's three things, right? It's three things that define grit. It's the ability to stop stopping, right? If you're looking at it in the fitness sense, that's you on that treadmill past the point of comfort, Right. I'm not talking about when you're in there, you're comfortable, you, you're scrolling on your phone, you're having conversation with the cutie next to you, with the nice muscular guy, like watching TV, 
I'm talking about like when you're at that point where you're not able to catch your breath as easily, where you have to manually almost start controlling your breathing and you are in your head and every time that foot hits the treadmill, you want to stop. But you're telling yourself, I can't stop. Like that's grit. When you hit that point of discomfort and you don't stop and you get further in your progress and your goals, when you keep hitting that point and you keep stop stopping. You know, like that's the, tr that's, a, that's one of the elements of how you master grit. The second element of how you master grit is delaying, is the mastery of, of not delaying action. That's when you know in your gut, you got to, something that you got to make change. You know something has to happen, right? Outcomes happen through change, not chance, right? So delaying that, that takes grit because you got to have some courage in you in certain situations to put a halt at certain things and then start taking action and what it is you need to do. Right. Without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, you know, it's, it's so interesting because a lot of what you're saying is a, is a language, you know, and, and if you watch videos of the people who uh, inspire bodybuilders or people who regular free, regularly frequent the gym, you know, the Ronnie Coleman's, the Arnold Schwarzenegger's, they, they all talk the same. You know, it's, it, it's a mindset, C.T. Fletcher, it's a mindset. And that mindset is the grit, you know, because it, it's all hard, you know, it's gonna get hard. You know, it's a controlled, <laughs> controlled stress, you know what I'm saying, that you're putting your body, to, body through, but your body speaks that language. Your body will know. I don't care what you look like. You could be the most obese person. You could be the most out of shape person. Once you start to speak that language to your body, it's an adaptation. Your body knows what to do. It might not be able to just throw three, four plates on and you could do it right now, but your yeah. body knows how to get you to the point where you're getting stronger. Where you're, yeah. where you're able to run more, where you're able to breathe better. Your body knows. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and that, that, that brings me into the last thing of how I define grit. It's the mastery of consistent progress. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like you said, like you may not be able to jump in day one with two, three plates on there, but you start with the bar and you build up your repetitions and then you start slowly increasing, slowly increasing, progressively just making it a little bit more harder. Keep getting to that point of, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But you do a few more and you keep applying that like in a progressive manner. Next thing you know, you're throwing up whatever kind of weight you want. You got the strength levels, you got the physique. It'll all happen. But without that mastery of grit, you're not going to get there. And you brought up another good point too. It's a language. Right. It's a language that, you know, you brought up some of like the best in the game that they speak. But unfortunately, the fitness industry doesn't speak the same language. They, they talk don't. more about something else mm -hmm. <laughs> that does not make people understand. Like, it's cool to go to the gym to have fun. Right. It should be an element of fun. It should be an element of socializing. But. When it comes to an aesthetic goal, a vanity-based goal, the only thing that is going to get you there is grit. That's right. Not having a good time dancing and laughing with your friends, right? Like, that's cool. 
because exercise should also help de-stress you, right? It should also, you know, have other aspects of why you work out other than the vanity goals. But when we're talking about people that are focused on that vanity goal, you want that six pack, that flat stomach, you want the arms or whatever, the leg, we're talking vanity goals. It ain't got nothing to do with anything but applying consistent grit. And that's it. That's right. That's and, right. And, 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 you know, when, when, you, when you start to speak that language in the gym, it bleeds into other aspects of your life. You know, right. you talk to, just as, as an actor, you know, you talk to the other actors out here and the language has to be the same or you, or you go home. You know, the thing about LA is you get people from all over the world coming here for, to chasing their dream. Right. But the, the language is the same, it's that grit, you know, it's that the only people who fail are the ones who give up, you know, so. Absolutely, gotta stick absolutely. To nah, for real. So, so let's further, without further ado, right? You know, we're talking about the challenges you face um, so basically, you know, I'm, I'm going to begin it, but then you can correct me. You know, you've been, you've been um, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis since what, about December, November? Um, it, it was officially January, but yeah. I had been experiencing symptoms for yeah, maybe like a year and a half. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. So let, let's, let's get into, so you've been experiencing the symptoms since January this has occurred. How has your health and fitness lifestyle been impacted by it? it it's so oh, interesting. Because, you know, because some people may not even know exactly what multiple sclerosis is. So can we like first, like, can you say what it is so that people understand like why this is so tied into why you still do what you do and why it's like, wow, you're still doing it with that. So can you just explain what multiple sclerosis is real quick? Absolutely. Um, this is my unofficial uh, explanation of it. Right. Um, it's a, an autoimmune disease. And what happens is your body starts to identify um, your brain and your spinal cord as uh, enemy, uh, enemies in your body. So it starts to attack your brain and your spinal cord. And... Um, what happens is when it's after it's attacking it, it leaves scarring. So that can affect anything that has to do with, with movement because it's neurological. So it could be talking, it could be eating, it could be walking. Anything that has to do with neurons uh, can be affected. Um, for me, it was my vision. Um, and also, it is that. <laughs> I'm not purposely shaking the glass. The glass is shaking because um, the right side of my body, there is scarring uh, in the part of the brain that controls that. So um, aside from that vision, you know, I... I I would say a year ago, um, I was reading a script and I had trouble reading it. 
and I, I had no idea why I went to go to the eye doctor and went to two eye doctors and they were like, your eyes are fine. You know, everything looks fine. Dilated my pupils, did the puff test. They were right. like, your eyes are fine. And uh, one doctor was like, you need to go see a neurologist. And then I went, I got the MRI and he was like, you have a mess. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so anyone can easily say, right? Well, first, you're talking about something that affects you physically. So that already is like a challenge, right? Like people probably are wondering, like, how how you working out? Like, how you still going in the gym if your body isn't <laughs> functioning the way that is is allowing you to work out, right? So that in itself is enough of a valid excuse to not continue to go to the gym, right? So with that diagnosis. Like, what was the mental state, like, you had to put yourself in so that you still could pursue, like, being healthy and fit? Because nobody can argue with you, like, man. Because let's also be clear. If I'm talking about we in college, that means we're in the same age bracket. We're talking about a young man that still has his life ahead of him, that he still has many dreams and aspirations to accomplish. We're not talking about somebody that's 70, 80, 90 years old being diagnosed with something and they've already accomplished their dreams. We're talking about somebody that's young that still has a world, you know, uh, ahead of them to take over, right? Like, so anybody can easily sit and understand like, yeah, I see why you stopped pursuing this or stop pursuing that. So in the health and fitness realm, what mental state did you have to get into to still pursue fitness even after you got diagnosed with all of this, with MS? Yeah, um, you know, it, it, uh, you want to just, you know, just stay in the bed, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it just, it affects you so hard and the way life was before, it's not like that now. And no matter how positive you are, I mean, I, I wake up every day, I listen to motivational videos, I try to just continuously infuse my brain, my mind with positive things. <clears throat> but there's always the reminder that you have this ailment, you know? Right. And um, I, not to be long-winded, but I'll take you back, uh, I would say six years ago, mm -hmm. um, I had woken up and both my feet were numb. Oh wow. Yeah. And um it it was like I was worried, but I, I thought maybe, you know, I I maybe I drank something like a supplement drink or something and it wasn't it wasn't pop properly, you know, dissolve it didn't dissolve properly. So I my thought was I'll work out, get my heart moving, and the blood will eventually push this, whatever it is that's going on in my body, it'll push it out. And it went away. You know, my feet came back. It took like a good three months, three months walking around wow. on them feet. And eventually it went away. But the lesson there is that if anything is happening with you, go, go to the doctor. I didn't. They, they could have probably diagnosed me, diagnosed me six, seven years ago and said, you know, you have MS and caught this earlier. But I, I was just like, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna get this out of my body, whatever's going on. Right, you're gonna work it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna work it out, you know. Right. Um, so to answer your question, it kind of it kind of just worked like this uh disease, it kind of just kind of just worked in my favor just in terms of my lifestyle because I'm I'm I stay in the gym. Um, and the gym is one of the best things for this disease, you know. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, because it, it, it obviously, you know, it's a neurological disorder. So it's affecting you physically. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I guess you, you partially answered it when you were saying, like, you, you, you like, you know, you watch motivational videos in the morning and things like that. But, you know, like, the true challenge is, like, how you consistently keep progressing in the gym knowing that this is this is still here like right? ailment is still going on like like a lot of people you know and i, I deal with people just with with, with diabetes yeah. <laughs> that they throw in the towel like i mean you know that i i've, I've worked with in the past that they throw in the town and just go get more medicine from the doctor instead of fighting the disease through right through proper exercise and 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 medicine and, and food for medicine and changing their lifestyle. It is you know it's, it's in their head. Absolutely. You know it's it's so funny. Um they call it physical therapy um for a reason, you know, because right it's not only you know what I'm saying? It's not only you work on your body. When I go to the gym, it's my therapy for my mind, you know, like like it, just to see just a little bit of progress goes right. a long way for for the rest of my day for the rest of my week you know wow if there's nothing else that i can control i can go to the gym and i can run just a little bit longer you know i can lift just a little bit more even if it's 1 pound more that i did more than yesterday it right. psychologically it does so much for me, you know, and, he, and yeah, you know, you probably see that with your clients, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so in other words, you made exercise, like you said, therapy, you made it an act of self-love and care. Absolutely. Instead of a, a, a physical means to an end, right, it became bigger than, yes, I want to look good. I right. want to get right for my birthday. Oh, summertime's coming up. I got to get right. You know, it, it became more of an act of self-loving care. Without a doubt. You know, I mean, like, you know, your girlfriend could have dumped you. Your, whatever it is that you're going through, you know, it can, it can crush you. But when you go in the gym, it, the gym can be so forgiving. It doesn't matter, you know, what it, what your, like I said before, your body type, what it is that you can right. do. You being able to see just a little bit of progress can affect you exponentially, psychologically, mentally. It, 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 it will carry into the rest of your life. Uh, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And I feel like that is one of the missing gaps that people don't get is that it's about making progress. It's not about burning calories, right? It's not going about going there for weight loss. If your goal to just make progress you'll end up getting all of that anyway. 
Like yeah. that comes with you going for the bigger goal. A lot of people are narrow-sided and they're trying to burn and they just want to sweat. They just want to be tired where yeah. you're not accurately measuring your progress. You have no idea. You may have a general idea. Well, I know when I first came, I couldn't do any push-ups and now I can do five. So you have, once again, like you have some kind of a vague idea of what you can do. If you don't have a very specific, like I can run a mile faster, I can you know, do X amount of additional push-ups. I can lift this amount of weight from deadlifting to squats to, you don't have all of that laid out. You don't know because you're going to get tired and <laughs> to burn calories, right? Right. And, if, right? and if you're going for that progress and how it also ties in with the mindset of outside of the gym, if you just try to improve 1% a day from in the gym to outside of the gym, you'll make a huge impact in a year. And you won't even recognize yourself. Yeah, you recognize yourself, and it, 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 you know, it could be, it could be as simple as, you know, holding plank, you know, take your phone and and time yourself, you know, and and if you could do thirty seconds holding a plank today, you go. just go for thirty-one tomorrow, and that thirty-one could be everything, you know what I'm saying, and and, you know, your transverse abdominus is effective with any exercise you do. So if you, if you could do this a little bit more, like it, it makes you feel good. You know, you get more energy. And, and it feeds that energy into your personal life. Absolutely. So when you're dealing with like illnesses and, and being broken up with and financial problems and work issues and all that other stuff, it gives you almost like a superpower to deal with it. Absolutely. And, and here's, the, here's the caveat. You don't always have a trainer like you who knows that. Some trainers, their mindset is, well, I just, I just want to see how you look aesthetically. So right. let's just get you to lose a couple pounds. You know, right. if you right. wait for the scale to quantify your progress, yeah. it'll, it'll let you down every time. <laughs> It's true. It's true. And that's a great point. A lot of people, let they wait. They're anxious. Oh, all right. It's Monday. Scale time. And that right there dictates the rest of their week. If right. that scale was good, they high. If that scale was not right, they low. That's right. And if, But if you didn't focus on weight loss, is what the fitness industry promotes, weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, if you focused on just strength, endurance, healing the body, improving your range of motion and flexibility. Yo, you have many wins every single time you go to the gym. You have tons of wins. So you're going to fill out feeling high on life because you like, nah, like I saw my range of motion improve. Last week I could only lift 20. This said I did 25 and whatever it is. And it's like if people understood that more, they'd get so much more out of help, out of going to the gym and what fitness is supposed to do for them. And I bet you more people would do it. And we wouldn't have a nation that the fitness industry is making billions of more dollars a year, but we're getting fatter and fatter and more unhealthy. And, and the, way, the way that we talk, you were telling me, you know, it's about correcting the body. If you make correction, like you were, you were explaining to me um, when we talked earlier, if you make correction your goal, like, Forget about weight loss. Like you will, you will move better. You know what I'm saying? It, it'll, it'll just change 
everything about how you feel on the inside, not how you look on the outside. Right. Absolutely. And 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 that's the thing. Regardless of what you look like on the outside, it's about how you feel. It's about how you feel on the inside, you know, based on your perception of you seeing the effort and the work that you're putting in. And when you can put that work in and you can have some tangible measures to say, oh, I did that compared to that. And the more of those you have, it's, it's medicine for you. It's not just medicine for the body, but it's medicine for your mind. It's medicine for your soul. It's just, it, it, it just takes you to another level. Without a doubt. Um, it takes you completely to another level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so let, me, let, me, let me ask you this, right? So what is your long-term goal, right? Like, like, what's your vision? You know now you're dealing with the MS. I don't know yet if, if it's, it's going to be a lifetime thing or just something you have to deal with for a long period of time. Because I think from my understanding, there is a possibility that some symptoms could be almost to the point where they're non-existent. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so like, like what's your vision in the future? Right. And when I say vision, I mean like one, what is possibly like the tangible goal, right. That you would like to accomplish, but who do you feel you need to become right to accomplish that goal? That's a good question. Um, in terms of fitness, um, <laughs> I have a, a, an archetype in my mind, uh, um, very, very synonymous with like action figures and movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'll go see the Avengers and I'll be like, I need to go to the gym. I'll leave the movie thing and be like, I need to go to the gym, yo. Trying to get my You know what I'm saying? I just want my body to be like Bionic Seven. Like I'm the seventh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, you know, uh Nietzsche, he he talked about the Ubermensch, you know, and that that's what they base the uh the Superman um cartoon on, you know, which is uh man's ability to surpass himself you know the superman is if man is here the superman is is a level above you know so if you set that for yourself like the ubermensch above you you wake up every day and you try to constantly reach up there and get to the superman you know the you that is above that is a level above you know and it and it can always change it can always evolve but every day just apply a little bit to um level up you know everybody's saying level up now you know you're leveling up can be a physical thing you know right Right. this is ultimately leveling up to optimize the body absolutely at its greatest ability as you being a man like be because I'm rocking Superman right now, so yeah, it's <laughs> funny the way that works. Uh, we didn't plan it. <laughs> yo, but real talk though, like you had you had posted something, and I was like, yo, when Scott decides to rip that up, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> right now, like you had posted something, I was like, yo, yeah, you you like you're thick, like you have a good solid mass on you. Right, yeah. you know, and 
And that, and that's something like a lot of people like. I wish more people understood the importance of building muscle first before you rip it up. They got it backwards. They want to get small and then try to build muscle on top. But they right. still understand the smaller you get, the weaker you get. The harder you're going to make it for you to get the more definition. So when I saw that, I was like, yo, I don't know when, but at some point in time, he's going to post the picture when he rips it up and he's going to break the internet. <laughs> he's going to straight destroy it. <laughs> They got me on Avengers going to be like, yo, <laughs> for real. Oh, for real, yo. For real. So that, that's what's up, man. Yo, for real talk, I just want to wrap it up, man. Yo, I appreciate your time, my brother. Appreciate yo, I love you, bro. I appreciate I love your you. energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you definitely, um, you, 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 you are the poster child of grit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you making it work regardless of what you're dealing with. I mean, not only is your illness affecting you physically, I would probably like to think it affects you more mentally than it does physically. And for you to have the understanding to apply, you know, exercise and fitness as medicine to counteract that, that's great, bro. Absolutely, <laughs> that's man. Great, and, like, you know, the one thing, like what we're, we're building right now, the one thing that I would say surround yourself with positive people you know these these are the type of conversations that you have to constantly have every day people are being negative or they're you know they're saying you know you you're on your way to the gym where are you going you don't need to do Why that there? <laughs> yeah just get away from them you know what i'm Absolutely. saying Your mind I couldn't agree more. yeah i couldn't agree more your, your surroundings your environment the people that you have your consistent dialogue with, I guarantee you the five people you probably talk to the most, if they don't go to the gym, you probably aren't going either. And if they do, probably in that gym. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just the dialogue. No one wants to be a part of a circle of and be like out of the circle. Like, this is what we do. This is how we function. But you're doing something completely different. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. We crave that connection. So, nah, man, that's a great point, brother. That's a great point, man. But, yo, man, um, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. You know, um, I think you gave a great example of how you apply grit, you know, even though you're faced with these challenges, faced with your health, your mind, your spirit, like everything is attacked when your body is being attacked, right? Because it's all integrated. And for you to understand, like, you still have to take care, taking care of your temple is going to take care of everything else as well. That's, that's inspirational, man. Real talk. That's inspirational, man. So thank you, my man. And I really appreciate it, Joe, for real. And much respect to everybody out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, guys, once again, man, this is the lead path, you know, where I pretty much try to help you guys understand the fitness industry is not trying to help you grow they're not teaching you grit they're not teaching you how to properly optimize your body what they're teaching you just like in the medical industry is how to consistently be a client a patient someone that needs help because they're not trying to heal you and get you to where you ultimately need to be trying to get you there close enough so that you can start the process all over and then keep that keep that cycle going that's how they're making all of this money because if everybody just understood, oh, that's all I have to do? I mean, I don't need to spend all of this money on this type of diet product, this type of pill, this all this stuff.
to help boost my energy. If you understood that you kind of already have all the answers within you, then the fitness industry wouldn't make tons of money. But that's just the way things are. And Elite Path, the podcast, is all about dispelling all of that. I can't tell you how important grit is, the ability to stop stopping when you're working out, the understanding that you should be going to the gym for progress, not for weight loss, not for calorie counting, but for progress, for strength and for strength progress, flexibility, range of motion progress, healing your, your connective tissue progress, um, you know, uh, endurance progress. Like those are the metrics that you should be monitoring. And if you monitor those things, not only will it optimize your body, it will optimize your mind because you're constantly getting when you do it that way. That's right. That's it for me, man. You got any closing words, Scott? Anything you need to drop? Well, you did already. Here the yeah, just much love to everybody and, and stay, stay with it. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon, man. For sure. All right. Peace out.